Hello, friends, and welcome back to Erico Blueberry, an unassuming Destiny podcast. Uh, my name is Chilibin. My name is Mackie. This right here is episode 13. Uh, we are back into, I don't know, our normie clothes uh, to, to signal that the, the spooky season is over. It is now November. Fuck me, where is this year gone? Um, God, we've done 13 of these. It's November. Oh, what is happening? Um, anyway, it's it's a quiet period now. We're into the, uh, you know, when you have like a, a holiday, you maybe eat too much and then you need at least a day to like flush it all out. It's like that, but now, but for like five weeks. Something coma. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Bungie have kind of kind of said this, that November this year, it's kind of a time to play catch up. It's, 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 a, it's a down period between Festival of the Lost having just finished then we've got the 30th anniversary stuff coming up uh beginning of december and there's basically no story drops everything's kind of done uh as far as mm. that stuff goes so it's time for seasonal challenges it's time for uh triumphs and seals and just kind of i don't know doing all that stuff that you didn't have time for earlier in the season now is the time for fucking around. February will be the time for finding out. Yes, yes. Thus commences the fucking around. Um, I think, yeah, you, you said this before we started, like you played the game for like about a half hour this week. Um, since reset this week, I have opened the game for all of five minutes. Uh, just to quickly check, like, if there was any of those notif notifications that come up and remind me that I've forgotten about something or uh, something that's actually happening in the game, despite it being Iron Banner this week, that's kind of, there wasn't anything. Yeah. Yeah, same. I jumped in, did, I think, my Crucible bounty um, and Pinnacle, and then I went and grabbed a bunch of Iron Banner Pinnacles and started on those. Mm-hmm. But then by the time I, I'd gotten around to jumping into those, it was like nine o'clock at night and I just wasn't feeling it. So I jumped off. Yeah. And, you know, when we were kicking around what to make this episode about, um, that was kind of where we landed is wanting to talk a bit about like having a healthy balance when it comes to uh, playing a game with a weekly grind um, yeah. and and all the sorts of things that, that, that we do um, that aren't. Destiny, like we're not going to just talk at length about other games. We're going to definitely talk about Destiny on the show. That's what we do. Um, but wanting to just like talk about what, what we're going to be doing at the moment while there's not much going on. Um, that's it, right? Yeah. Good gaming hygiene. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, off the bat, I've been playing a couple of other things here and there, trying out some games that I had meant to. Uh, shout out to Inscription, currently burrowed into my brain. Um, Forza Horizon 5 drops basically tonight, I think. Big um, Animal Crossing update tonight too. Yep. Um, Age of Empires 4. <laughs> fucking, honestly, shout out to Xbox Game Pass on PC. Because um, a lot of these I've just been able to grab and like try out. And I'm like, oh, actually, Age of Empires 4 is pretty good. But man, have I forgotten how to play an RTS. <laughs> It's really, ch ch it's really challenging just to like do the basics. Um, and yeah, some other some other bits and pieces around like that. Like unpacking came out. Um, 
also on Game Pass, which is pretty rad for them. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good time to like maybe play less Destiny and try some other stuff. This is typically for us like when we've started Minecraft servers all over again and just like fucked around in a Stardew farm or something like that. Um, but every now and then we're just like, we'll do a raid just like on an off week. So yeah, we'll see. And I, and we've, we've just for context, we've both got a little bit of a background in psychology and, and we know about the impact of burnout and fatigue. Mm-hmm. First hand, but also through studying psychology. I'm burn out in my fucking real <laughs> job, my whole ass adult job. Exactly. I think I said today, burnt out on existence. Yeah. But it is, I think it's healthy that even if you absolutely adore a game, it's your most favorite game on earth. You mm-hmm. would, like, I think a few of us have our favorite games tattooed on us. Like, I think you're, I think it's healthy mm. to want to take a break from something even if you adore it like i think it's healthy to get a little fatigued on the things you commit all of your time to i think if you're not getting fatigued or you don't want to take breaks then it becomes an issue and i think yeah. we need to destigmatize not only content creators being allowed to take breaks from the content like the games that they base their content on and doing other things but also mm-hmm. everyone else you're allowed to step away for a little bit yeah like, and and that's a it's i think yeah destigmatize is a, is a good word to use because the thing that i've you know the last I don't know, year or so um that we've been playing this game the thing i've found there's sort of a period of like about this point in a in a season where it's like okay kind of done most of the stuff i want to do and i get that feeling of like well am i annoyed at the game is it frustrating am i do I miss, is there not enough to do? Am I annoyed at the grind to like get to certain things that I'm not doing? And it's like, no, actually like maybe listen to that. And like, that's a signal to, okay, I'll take a step back. I'll go do something else. And like that feeling of like, it's, it's easy to feel like disappointed that you want to play less of this thing that you enjoy, but it's just more that like, you've kind of run out of stuff to do. And that's, that's why, they have this seasonal model is like there's plenty of stuff to do across the three months that they've planned it for. I just happen to play it enough that I get a lot of that done early. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not getting everything done on the first couple of days of a, of a season or an event or whatever, but you know, by midway through the season, I'm, I mean, at the moment I'm past like season rank 240, I think. Um, and I've, I've done the seasonal uh, seal uh, I've done a lot of the seasonal challenge stuff. Like I'm 74 out of 75 and really close to a, to a few of them. Um, and, and that's the thing, like it's fine to kind of run out of stuff to do and not want to fill the gap right away. Yeah. I think it's a good idea too, to actively kind of seek out different types of games as mm. well. Cause you, you, feel burnt out on destiny or like fatigued on destiny to be a little bit less because burnout is often associated with pretty dramatic things but like you can get a little bit fatigued on destiny but then like maybe don't jump into another first person shooter maybe explore a game type that you don't tend to play a lot i haven't played age of empires in years it's not something i usually do and i jumped into it and i'm having a really good time yeah like and I'm going to try Inscription as well. And I don't play deck building games, mm. but 
it's like it's good it's good to keep your brain moving and learn new skills especially in gaming like it really doesn't hurt mm. to push yourself into a game category that you normally wouldn't play yeah and it's it's a thing i find you know with games that have like a big story to them right like i i love the yakuza series i've not finished many of them because i get to a point where like these are like 90 hour or 60 to 90 hour like jrpgs basically um and i get to a point where i'm like i just i well for one i can't play like two games with a really not demanding story but like where it is very story focused i can't do more than one of those at a time or i just give one of them up eventually um but also to go from something like destiny where i'm basically putting in hours most days and then try to jump to another big game like that that's really hard for me when i'm at this point like i'll go like i said inscription and unpacking are both like really good examples because they're in that sweet spot of like roughly 30 dollars pretty small they're not gonna like be this huge long tail time investment it's just like cool this might be four or five hours worth of game uh, it might be this really tightly curated experience and it might be something completely different that I, you know, might not play otherwise. Um, and and things like uh, tactics games and turn-based uh, combat games like Fire Emblem, I never played before the one that came out on the Switch, right? And that is now, like, one of the games that I've enjoyed the most since the Switch has come out. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, maybe I should have been playing Fire Emblem this entire time, right? Like, you never... If, if you just like force yourself into one game or even one type of game, you might be missing out on some really dope shit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same. I, I slept on Hades for a long mm. time because I don't really play roguelikes. The closest I'll get to a roguelike is like the Souls series and Bloodborne. Like that's, they're yeah. my jam. But like I'm having a really good time with Hades and. And that's not a game type I usually engage in is roguelikes, especially like run after run after run roguelikes. The reason yeah. I like Dark Souls is because it's that big, creepy, expanding, weird story. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, you know, if you know Greek myth, you pretty much know the lore here yeah, for the most there. part. They're all there. <laughs> they're all there. They're all real pretty. Like, yeah. you know. So I'm in the same boat where I was like, I normally don't play these kinds of games, but I've played this game and now it's probably one of my, even though it came out last year, it's my personal, one of my games of the year. Like, mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the, 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 the point we're trying to make, I guess. Takeaway. Uh, yeah. Like take a break. Like if, if you're at, if you're at the point that we're at, I mean with destiny or any other game, like go do something else. Like, I'm trying to refrain from using the 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 joke I keep seeing of go touch grass, but like even just just mix it up, like try a different game. If you haven't, like, I don't want to. I keep sounding like I'm a fucking ad for Game Pass, but like if you sign up, it's like a dollar for the first month or something, and then you just like download a bunch of shit and try it out, and maybe you find something pretty cool that way. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a great deal. <laughs> I'll gamify go touch grass. Download Pikmin Bloom for your phone. Oh, yeah. Go Bring for out, a walk. Get Pokemon Go back out. Go for a walk. Yeah. Go outside for a little bit. Yeah. No. I think good gaming hygiene, even as an individual, like just behind the scenes as a fire team, 
is something we all believe in, even in raids. Like I've kind of been designated to the fire team's mother goose <laughs> and, and I can round up the duck, you know, the little uh-huh. <laughs> the goslings uh-huh. because you'll sometimes get real cranky with each other or clearly fatigued. And I'm yeah, the one who's usually like, yeah, but like you know that, what I mean? Like, yeah. Less with each other, more with the actual raid, I think. Yeah. I, th- I think but, we've kind of learned where our lines are of like, I'm also, no, I can tell that you're annoyed at what we're doing, not at me. I'm also very good at stepping in and being like, hey, no, let's yes. listen. Like, let's hear each other out. But more importantly, let's go get some water and pee. <laughs> yeah. We're all getting grumpy. Yeah. Time to go get some water. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, it's also nice that like here in Australia, depending on where you live, um, you know, restrictions are starting to ease up a bit. So it means that we can go and do more stuff that maybe we weren't able to. And that's why we were playing this game so fucking much. Um, like I went out last night with uh, Alex, who was, who was on our, on our uh, stream last week. Uh, and another person from, from our group. Um, we went, we went to a pub, we got a Palmer and some beers and we were there until last drinks. And it was a fucking Wednesday. Uh, one of the, uh, <laughs> the other person who was there. I said I was like so jealous of all you guys hanging out because for context I'm in a different state. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said the moment you walked in, Gorillas was playing, and he was like, "It's like Mickey's here in spirit." Yeah, <laughs> it's like I told you all, I'm haunting you. Actually, though, um, but yeah, so getting to do stuff like that is also just generally doing a world of good for me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good that's a good point. If you can hang out with your fire team in person, do, do that. that. Yeah. It's so a, good. If you're over 18 or 21, go have a beer or just go hang out and have a coffee with your fire team in yeah. person. Yeah. Because they are people. Yeah. And chances are, if you're anything like us, you're spending a lot of time with them. They're like your best friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, okay, to bring it back, Erica Blueberry style to Destiny. Yes. Um, I have been doing a little bit of pe- like bits and pieces of cleanup stuff that I always meant to do. And it's only now where I'm like, uh, yeah, I probably should do that actually. Um, so my Titan, obviously 1330 gear score did that ages ago. Hunter's there now, or was, I think maybe a week or two ago. Now just getting the warlock up. I think I'm maybe on a few bits and pieces off getting that up to 1330 as well. Um, cause one of the things I'm very close to getting is my first ever conqueror seal, which mm-hmm. if things go well tomorrow, I will get done. Uh, it's the, um, hollowed lair, devil's lair, devil's lair, devil's lair, devil's lair. And I have to do it with stasis. Um, that'll tick off my last two triumphs to get conqueror, uh, for the first time. Um, I used to never want to do I always thought Grandmasters were just something I'd never get to do. And here I am about to fucking get Conqueror. But I'm, I also am going to do it on my Hunter. And that part scares the shit out of me because I don't have, like, enough exotics with good stats and uh, abilities to put mods into them that, like, I feel comfortable being able to switch it up if I need to. So I'm doing stuff like going through Lost Sectors and picking up exotics that I never did, trying to get better rolls. Um, so getting back to like, you know, the legend lost sectors and those are kind of fun puzzles to an extent. Um, whereas I, like, okay, I need, there was one where I needed, it was purely void shields and overloads. So I was like, I'm going to finally use the monarch, uh, the monarch for the first time. 
that bow fucking whips, homie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice bow. Yeah, and because because like the the poison, if you get a precision kill, the poison explodes, and that counts as bow damage and stuns overloads. So it's like little tricks like that that I'm figuring out that I like could have read a guide about, but also just never tried. And that yeah. stuff's super fun. And I like finally got my Tiku's Catalyst done because I was using that for a Lost Sector for the same reason of just like slugging those tra- those tracking arrows across the room. Um, so stuff like that's really fun. And actually like because it's forcing me to use equipment I've never used, that part is actually really f- exciting. And I'm like, oh shit, I might actually start running this bow. Or I realized, oh, I actually don't have a lot of void bows. So then I went and farmed and... Uh, imperial needle from uh season of the chosen which is just a void bow um mm. just to have one just in case i need it for like a grandmaster right um and not wanting to burn an exotic on the monarch so that stuff's been pretty fun i think i'm still one or two exotics away from having like all of the armor uh at least you know acquired once and then I can start working out, okay, these ones I want to try and get good rolls of based on how I play and maybe I'll keep an eye on the rotations and farm for those. So yeah, that's been a nice little, like, I was doing that at the weekend, like, here's a couple of hours, I'm just going to try to solve these lost sectors and then, because there's like the getting to the first clear and then there's repeating that until you get the drop. I think it maybe took me... Yeah. Four, four or five to get one of them and that's pretty good as far as they go sometimes um yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not i'm not doing it on the the master where it's like a a common drop but it's a 1350 power uh lost sector because that's brutal yeah i'm i've lost count of how many lost sectors and runs i've done trying to get the necrotic grips I've yeah completely lost count yeah those would actually really suit you too, the way you play. That's the worst part. Just real gross. Yeah, well, it's more they're melee based. Yeah, I'm a grubby little warlock. Yeah, and then sticky you, little hands. And like the the pairing it has with Thorn is really fun for ad clear. Yeah, and I love Thorn as a gun. So like the fact that the RNG keeps like yeah, it's nerfing me on this one. I mean, it's a what uncommon drop on the thirteen the the legend i think yeah but i've never had i've never had good rng with the lost sectors like it took me a lot to get boots of the assembler and mantle of battle harmony or whatever it's called it took me a lot of runs to get that yeah yeah i don't know if i might get lucky and i might get lucky in some raids and you know drop vex back to back (sighs) um but you know, I'm a thousand lost sectors in and yeah. still haven't gotten necrotics, and that's well, the only exotic I want now. Yeah, the <laughs> thing or is need. Like, they're, they're scored, and it'll say like platinum rewards, but I don't know if that actually matters for getting the drop. Mm. I, I, I don't know how it determines whether or not that you have a chance, or like if that matters. Yeah. Because we'll they're doing lost sectors. Uh, I've got was... a few that I'm very good at at this point, so I just wait for them to hit yeah. the rotation and go in and then spend yeah. half an hour on those. There was one that I remember okay. doing where I would like kill the boss, then there'd be like two or three more waves of ads, but I would just run off and open the box and run away and hide. And then eventually that worked, but it was just a real painful lost sector, that one. One of the ones on the Cosmodrome where there's like the big hive portal and the giant knight comes through at the end. And that's the boss. 
I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, that one was pretty painful. But yeah, um, trying to think what else. Yeah, like I said before, 74 out of 75 for seasonal challenges. Um, I need like four more trials wins to get that one done. Uh, I'm pretty close to like getting that uh, ascendancy ornament for the Vanguard rank, which is, that is a grind of just, mm. it, like I, I should have done more strikes last week when it was bonus Vanguard points. Uh, but I just, you know, I didn't play the game that much. Um, mm. And when I was, I was doing other stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, maybe, I think it was like maybe four or five ranks away from getting to it. Uh, so <laughs> that's going to be, that's going to be one, I think, where I just chip away at that and eventually get it. Yeah. But yeah. That takes a while. Get up to, you know, because they've got the, the they've got the activity streak bonus, but it doesn't show it the same way Crucible does, where it's got the little five boxes. Oh but yeah. But it is tracking that in the background. So if you just like run bulk playlist strikes, that's the best you can do. Um, and I imagine Nightfalls and Grandmasters give you more. So, knowing that I'm doing a Grandmaster tomorrow, I think before that I might try to run five playlist strikes and then go straight into it. Ah. I wonder if that'll work. I'm going to try it. Who knows? No harm in trying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just looking at what else is in the notes. <laughs> Fun. When, you, know, you know the little, little jade rabbit statues on the moon? Yes, yes. I was missing three, it turns out. And I, I was just looking around Braytech. And, you know, they've got, like, the checklists for all the, like, lost sectors and region chests and all that stuff. And I was like... How many of those do I have? And then it was it said six out of nine. Um, and then clicked on one of them and it showed me a map and it showed me where they all were. I was like, oh, I forgot Braytech does this. Yeah. It's so handy. And it would like give you a little, for all of them, it gave me like an image of kind of the part of the moon that they're in. And for one of them, it, it basically said, it gave like a text description of where to find it. Um, the, I think one of them I had to, go and look up a guide because it was like actually it's more about once you get into the Hellmouth and all the different rooms that connect to each other and I just couldn't remember how to get into half of those places and then once I got in there it was, they're pretty easy to find they got those fucking purple eyes just like staring at you in the darkness <laughs> yeah actually I got I can't remember if it was a reward but I have the Jade Rabbit Rabbit baby yeah the original Jade Rabbit figure the one that actually lights up oh well like from, a, like a physical item yeah oh weird. somewhere yeah i think it's in storage from ages ago and i can't remember how i got it i can't remember if it's it was just a promotional thing mm. that i got at a convention or maybe it but was i have to... one that lights up and i can't for the life of me remember where i got it yeah i'd have to look it up because it like and i think they did it before the rewards program yeah so it might have just been a promotional thing yeah, because I know that, I mean, they've done some stuff where it's like if you've unlocked the gun in game, you can then go and buy the thing. But that's, that the is thing. part of the Bungie Rewards program. Yeah, weird. I didn't really buy much in terms of Destiny merch until we started all playing together. Hmm. There's a bit more attachment to it now. Yeah, yeah. Like I have my, we call it the Sunset Slam ring. Yes. <laughs> um. And that's it. Oh, and I've got my, like, Palladium boots, which you probably can't see, but I've got all of the Destiny um, Palladium 
collaborations. Yeah. That, I love that was, me that was actually, it was super, it was kind of nice, but also really funny last night. Like it rained a whole bunch and we were going to the pub and Alex and I both rocked up in our deep stone crypt jackets. Cause he That's just right. like put a message in the chat. Like it's Ray jacket time. And I didn't say anything. And I just turned up wearing mine, but he had like the sunset slam ring and the vault of glass ring. Cause it has, has it shown up already. I'm like, damn, I'm not, I'm not fully dripped out. That destiny <laughs> drip. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, it's, I was, I was kind of saying like, there were a couple of, couple of things from the Bungie store historically that I got just cause I wanted them. And this was like back when I was playing solo. And then now that we're doing these things together to unlock, to unlock them to begin with, I kind of want more of it because there is that attachment of like, is that deeply it's, sentimental? Yeah, it's that, that like reminder that I, I did this with a particular group of people and that we worked hard to get there. Right. Like, yes, I yeah. would go and spend like what $200 on that fucking raid jacket or whatever it was. Uh, plus shipping. I live in a state where I'll never get to wear it, but it's fine. Yeah. We'll go to the snow eventually. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think my, I got an email, my vault of glass ones in production, um, or is heading into production soon. Um, and that, that one's a bit more like just a, it looks like just like a rain jacket or like a really have, light kind of thing. I have regrets. I should have grabbed it too. But yeah. I was like, I, I'm never going to wear the DSC jacket. So I'm probably never going to wear this jacket. And then I actually took a closer look and I was like, I live yeah. in a state where we get randomly smashed with tropical storms uh -huh. and this thing is waterproof and folds up. I'm an idiot. Yeah. It might've only been water resistant, but it's still a bit more in that style of jacket where it's not this fucking heavy thing that's modeled after like Tundra Parkers. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We'll yeah. go to the snow. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make that jacket pay for itself. Yes. Monetize the jacket somehow. I was actually, it's funny we talk about this because I was actually because I get a lot of our stuff that we order shipped to my workplace. Right. Because I don't exactly live in the most secure area um, mm -hmm. in terms of leaving packages on decks. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like chatting to a coworker about it who gets all of our incoming mail. And I gave them a heads up that I've got a few big orders coming. And we were chatting about it. And she asked what I ordered. Um, rude. Mind your own business. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, and I told her about like the jacket and the ring and the other ring and the stuff I order. And we were talking about it and I was like, I don't know, like all of us having the same rings and the same jacket, like, it's like a we're all gang. like, <laughs> yeah, we're all super best friends. Like obviously, cause we spend hours and hours every week together. But at the same time, I was like, kind of makes us feel like a little gang. Like we're yeah. just the homies. Like we all just roll up on Threadbow in our matching jackets. Hell Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're actually suitable to going in the snow, That's like fine. going to the snow. Fuck around, find out. They're made out of, I don't know, lighter materials, I think, than a lot you of snow You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's yeah. like, you know, that's how often I've seen snow, as in never seen snow in my life. Yeah. Um, I have no clue. Mm. But, you know, just all of us hanging out together in our jackets with our own little names on them. And it's like, we're yeah, a cool they're... gang with our rings. Yeah. I. I <laughs> somehow like captain planet and the planeteers but even worse those those motherfuckers last night that the names on the jackets they're on like a velcro patch right they've flipped it upside down and it's just like come on man he's no bully <laughs> yeah but then they pointed it out they're like i don't know if you noticed your name's upside down I'm like 
Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> I know the exact person who would have come up with that and orchestrated that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that has the energy of one of our friends. Uh-huh. Just to casually be like, hey, you, your name's on Upside Down. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Um, anything, I don't... Th- I honestly don't think there's much more um, Destiny related no, this got, week. We've got Iron Banner, I've, actually. IB. The Iron Banner armor glow stuff is really fucking cool. It's very nice. I've been grinding to try and get something for my Warlock. Yeah, I I might have one or two pieces, but I just burnt it because it was bad stats. But they just, like, stealth drop that, I feel like. I didn't know about it until Alex was like, yo, the uh, the glow on the IB stuff is really nice yeah. and sent a picture. And I was like, wait, what? Since when? Yeah. yeah, since this week. Like, they just kind of said, like, okay, if you're wearing uh, Iron Banner armor and it's Iron Banner weekend, it'll basically look like it's on fire in the little Iron Banner logo. And I think it's just chest and arms because that's the only place where it shows up on the armor. Maybe class yes. item. But- uh, no, I know... Probably not with the Warlock because the Warlock's oh, class items bond. tend to be like the Bond, but I yeah. don't think we have the IB logo on any of the Bond stuff. No. I'm pretty certain it's just um similar to the Trial stuff where it's like the iconography of the, the yeah. kind of aesthetic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it looks super dope. Like I, I haven't, mm-hmm. like, like you, I haven't got any for myself, but I've seen a few images and videos going around of like people who've, already made some fucking fashion around this thing yeah yeah it's very cool it's i'm yeah that's that's one thing i'm gonna have to set myself like a goal to do is maybe this weekend and tonight try and get some maybe tomorrow try and unlock some armor so i can check out what that glow looks like on the warlocks because i haven't seen any warlocks really showing it off or talking about it or even in the tower yeah so i'm like i want to find out what it's like yeah i also fuck around with it kind of want to finally finish that iron banner quest like the seasonal quest because i got up to i think step four out of five and it's the one where it's like get sidearm kills in iron banner and for me that is a struggle um that's yeah i'm gonna go get necrotics and then just do it with (laughs) yeah (laughs) just be real garbage i mean I, i have got um a lot more comfortable running travelers chosen which is a really interesting sidearm um, it feels really nice to use, so I might try running that again. I've got a couple other mm. ones that I actually like, but they're not really PvP builds. There's one, there's one that I've got which I love because it's got sympathetic arsenal. So if I'm mm. running that, I think it's a kinet, one of my kinetic ones. Um, if I'm running that and like Xeno or something with a massive reload time, just get a, a, a little ad kill with a sidearm, reload it, everything's done. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just bye. Yeah, the bye. most the most cooked version of that is I've got a bow with sympathetic arsenal. It's got a magazine size of one. You fire a shot, get a kill. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Yeah, oh. as, as long as you get that arrow, as long as you, the arrow loads in before you switch weapon, it reloads everything. It's fucking dope. <laughs> oh, that's so goofy. I love it. Yeah, because I, I I dropped it and I was like, surely not. Surely it doesn't work the way I think it works. And it do. Yeah, it definitely do. Um, <laughs> it's such a weird thing. It do be doing what it do. It do do that. So maybe I need to go like bow plus sleeper simulant plus, I don't know, well, probably another fusion rifle because that's what I'm doing a lot in this season. Um, 
but that 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 is starting to get in the territory of like running double fusion rifles plus a bow that's like weird range problems <laughs> and like they're all charge weapons yeah i was gonna I was, say i was doing that in um, shot speed plus i was like... doing that in one of the lost sectors where i was running bow double fusions and it's like i can't just shoot something it's all charge time it sucked and also if you miss get wrecked yeah, oh god yeah um that's why i'm such a fan of um lead from gold special weapons because then you only need to worry about one set of ammo mods and then it will just like feed everything else so there's been times where i've run two special ammo weapons because they've both got lead from gold yeah. and then all i do is run ammo finders for the for the heavy and the worst part is when your heavy's full i'll just fire one shot and then go pick up some ammo and don't worry about it don't worry about it. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, I like doing goofy shit like that. Yeah, it works for me. Might not be top tier meta builds, but I like the idea that oh, I have to fire off a Xeno round so I can pick up another Xeno round and reload all my other guns. I can't. <laughs> when it comes to meta builds, I can't really talk. I play with gnawing hunger and unpowered melee everything. Yeah, there's a there's a. There's a real spectrum at play here. <laughs> I feel like I'm somewhere near the middle. You're off I'm one like, end. You're you're more up the technical end of things, and I'm just down in the bottom, just being an absolute goblin. <laughs> down in the fucking mud, just like under the bridge, stuff. being a gremlin. <laughs> Actually, though, huh. or as you called me, a fucking gremlin. <laughs> yeah. On, oh, a, that on a regular occasion, clip. on a regular occasion, you call me a fucking gremlin. Yeah, you're chasing me around. What else are they going to call you? It should be good. Yes. Yeah, some nice chill destiny time. We've got uh, five resets, five I think it is, until we hit the um, December 7th, uh, 30th anniversary kickoff, whatever that ends up being and looking like. Yeah. That's Which exciting. I'm very excited for. Yeah, I've also been seeing um, on on Twitter stuff from uh, from Halo because they're they're hitting their like 20 year anniversary, and the stuff that they're putting into the Master Chief Collection is fucking goofy and fan service, and I love it. Like, there's one there's one fucking cosmetic item that is the original Xbox just strapped to the Master Chief back. Amazing. Just sitting there, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I need to I need to install the Master Chief collection and see the shit for myself, I feel like. Oh yeah, I'm fully anticipating Bungie to have, you know, some Easter eggs that are gonna tug at our little nostalgia yeah. heartstrings. Yeah. Just just judging by the the uh Witch Queen announcement and 30, 30 yeah. year announcement that they did, I think they fully and they're fully yeah. gonna fuck with our nostalgic heartstrings. Like I hate myself for this, but I I feel like I need to go and like drop a bunch of money on some silver ahead of time and just be like, okay, fuck me up. Let's go. Yeah. I want this. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's going to happen because these games have been a lot of my, a lot of my life as a gamer has involved Bungie products. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so the yeah. same reason. It's the same reason I'm considering, um, buying some of the 30 anniversary stuff because mm. i have so much stuff that's like iconically 
destiny, including mm. clothing. Like I've got the trials jersey and the yeah. moments of triumph and the the saint charity shirt and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like I don't have anything that says like I have stuff that says, hey, I'm proud to play this game. But like I don't have a lot of stuff that says, hey, yo, I really love this developer though. Yeah. And I, I think I do want to pick up some of the 30th anniversary stuff with um with just bungee logos all mm. over it because I do want to be like, hey, I'm I'm actually honored and very proud to say, hey, I support this developer. This de developer's done a lot for me as a person. Yes. Um, you know. I, I kind of came into Halo and that kind of thing a little bit later because I wasn't as fortunate when it came to getting consoles. Mm -hmm. So the only way I could play was with a partner's Xbox at the right. time or at LANs. Yeah. But Halo is some of my first LAN experiences in my life, like a lot of people. So yeah. I do yeah. want to be like, hey, this, oddly enough, this developer has been in my life for a very long time. Yeah, when even when, if just in the background, dude. When they were like refer making reference to like the twentieth anniversary of Halo, and I remember getting the first Halo on the first Xbox. As I don't know, I would have been like, well, if it's twenty, I would have been about eleven or twelve. Um, just fucking outing my age, but yeah, I remember getting that and just being like, "What the fuck is video games?" I had a PS One before this, um. And like I I I dabbled here and, and like I think we spoke about this after the showcase where they had all those montages and stuff. Like I I dabbled with um Marathon on it was like a Mac computer we had as a family, um, because that's where they ran at the time. Um I I like played it, but I was I was too young to really like get it to the point where I could play yeah. through the whole thing. And I think we only had like demos of them too. But yeah, I've been playing Bungie games most of my life which feels really fucking weird to say yeah i mean i worked at our game store eb not really doxing to say i worked at an eb games there's heaps of them <laughs> pick one but like one of my first week weeks at eb was for i think halo 3 or halo mm -hmm. 4 launch and that was massive and like you know, so, you know, that's the, the child of Bungie because it was 343 by that point, but... Well, 4 was. 3 was still them. Yeah, it must have been 3 then. Yeah, I think it was 3 because I did a whole bunch of pre-orders, which wasn't hard, mm -hmm. and Bungie was like, hey, yo, you sold a bunch of Xboxes and a bunch of pre-orders. Here's a whole bunch of Halo stuff. Man. Yeah, like, and it wasn't even really like a... EB was like, here's a incentive to make mm. everyone hit KPIs. It was just like after the fact, out of nowhere, the top three pre-order performers in the country were gifted these massive gift gift boxes from from Bungie. Yeah, like geez. I came into work and my boss was like, "Hey, there's something here for you," and I was like, "What the hell?" And it had an Xbox. What would have been what a 360? Yeah, yeah, time. for three. Had a 360, a controller. I've got a like a Play Arts Kai Figma, super highly detailed Master Chief mm -hmm. like thing on my shelf, which you can't see. That came out of that shirts, bottles. Like they were just like, hey, 
Yeah. Thanks for doing the damn thing. Here's just a whole bunch of merch out of nowhere, completely unprompted. Yeah, dope. Yeah, so like Bungie has always been incredibly generous and I'll always think of them fondly because they are a generous company when you look mm. at everything they do and how they, they actually support their content creators as well. And so I'm excited to celebrate their 30th. Yeah. They're as old as me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, old, I'm older than a whole game studio. I mean, Bungie's turning 30, me too. Wow. <laughs> We're which, both millennial women. Yeah, which fucking 30 year old white woman is Bungie turning into, though? The good sort. Which one is that? I struggle um, to remember. The one that is just vibing. Okay. It's just like, oh, you play games? Cool. Come play games with us. Yeah, don't. Okay. Oh, yeah. This social, this social justice thing has come up. Let me actually do something about it. Like, yeah, let, actually... me put, let me put like, my words into action. They're yeah, okay. that one. Okay. The, the, the real yeah, case then. Bungie's everyone's cool aunt. Nice. Okay. I'm going to need to spend some time thinking about that characterization and turn it over my head, see how it feels. But that fit. I like the sound of it. I'm yeah. just trying to think of all the implications of Bungie being a cool aunt. Cool aunt. <laughs> uh, I think on that note, uh, we should probably get up on out of here. Um, yes. There's not a lot else going on, uh, except maybe some some things other than Destiny and maybe a little bit here and there. Um, Which is okay. It is okay. And that's the point. You're allowed to take a break. <laughs> you can do literally anything else if you want to. Be kind on yourself. <laughs> All of the above. Um, thank you for tuning in to Erico Blueberry once again. Um, hit those buttons down below. Drop us some words. Maybe tell us what, uh, what you're going to do that isn't Destiny. How about that? Oh, my God. Yes. Please tell us what games you're playing at the moment other than Destiny. Yes. Or I don't know which pubs you're going to. Or anything like that. Just anything. Say hi. Simple request. Um, yeah, that'll do it. We'll uh, catch you next time. Bye.